Welcome. Welcome to Kim's Wellness Space, the podcast. This podcast is all about my passion for yoga and for wellness. During these episodes, I will share my thoughts and experiences of how to live a full life of sparkle and energy in my 50s. It is my passion that everybody should be winning at wellness no matter your age. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. Let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the podcast with me, Kim McIntyre. You can find me on Instagram at Kim's Wellness Space. So today is our fourth um, episode this week where we are chatting all about the different layers of wellness um, and in the order that I think is important. Obviously, it's just my opinion, um, but, you know, that's what we're here to chat about. So if you are just listening to this today and you haven't listened to the first three episodes, don't worry. You can go back and listen to them anytime you want to. Um, or if you have been here, thank you for listening along. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. Uh, but don't worry if you haven't listened to the others. Each episode is completely standalone and you haven't missed anything. But obviously, I would love it if you went back and listened to the others. Uh, for those of you that are watching on YouTube, you will see that today I am embracing my curls. Okay, so episode four, today's subject, if you've seen it over on Instagram, the, these podcasts are putting a little bit more information into the post that I make and today's post is all about hydration. So we are going to be chatting about hydration. Before we get right into the crux of um, hydration, there's a couple of things that I wanted to um, just sort of catch us up with and talk about. So yesterday I was chatting to my son, who um, is a really big supporter of mine, which is lovely. And he listens to my podcast and then we chat about them and he gives me feedback, which is so, so valuable to me. And he mentioned that yesterday I talked about circadian rhythm and I talked about it um, previously on other episodes this week. And as we were chatting, he said, you know, obviously I know what it's about because I'm talking about it. He understood it because he has um, understanding, but it wasn't obvious maybe to everybody if you haven't come across circadian rhythm before. So I just wanted to touch base and say that um, your circadian rhythm is when your body is kind of in its natural rhythm, like we would have been when we were cavemen, before man invented time, before we had clocks and watches and phones everywhere telling us what to do. Our bodies found their own rhythm. And when the sun came up, we woke up. And when we were hungry, we ate. And when we wanted to nap, we napped. When we wanted to sleep, we went to sleep as the sun went down. And so it's a natural rhythm that our bodies have got. It's a bit like um, the fact that we don't have to consciously think about breathing. If we didn't have timepieces or, um, you know, the world hadn't been invented into a calendar with days of the week and time slots, if we were just left to our own devices, our body would find its natural rhythm. And so that's what we're trying to get back to. And 
all of our lovely inventions that we have in the world that make life easier. And, you know, for me to be able to be on here and doing this is amazing. So technology isn't a bad thing, but we do need to find a place for it um, within our lives that works for us. We don't want to be overwhelmed. So things like when I was talking about sleep in the first episode, things like turning off your phone, not having it by your bed, or wearing an eye mask at night to keep out all of that blue light that still happens when things are plugged in. That all Those lights mess up our rhythm. Um, and so, you know, it's good practice to try and work out how best to get our rhythm back where it wants to be. We're never going to be back to being uh, cavemen, aren't we? But, you know, for our wellness, we can do as much as we can do. And that's what this is all about. Like, never are we going to be perfect because we're human. And so as humans, we can never be perfect. But it's about exploring, trying, and then giving it our best shot to be as best as we can. So I hope that makes sense for those of you that didn't know what I was talking about. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a really fascinating um, topic, actually. And the more you learn about it, the more it's like, oh, right, OK. So if um, you if you want to go read up about it, you know, just Google it. There's so much information. But one of the things that I found was really interesting was about naps. Because, um, you know, we all laugh as we get older and say, oh, I need a nana nap or I've got to have a power nap. And there's a lot of evidence out there to say that naps actually are really good for us. And 40 minutes is like the optimum time. If you go over that, then maybe you'll feel a bit sluggish and it might mess up your sleep later on. But a 40 minute nap in the afternoon is actually really healthy and good for you. If you go back to... Uh, when we were cavemen and we didn't have at this time constraint on us and we didn't have a calendar to necessarily follow we we would have been following the seasons Um, actually what happened was and there is evidence I'm not just sort of plucking this out of the sky but they would when the sun rose wake get on with whatever they needed to do in that day and then in the afternoon As the sun went down, they would go to sleep. And this might have been quite early. So like, for example, in the winter, that it gets dark at four, doesn't it? So if you were a caveman, it was dark. So your body was in that rhythm. So you would just go to sleep. You wouldn't question it. You wouldn't be saying, oh, it's Friday. I think I'll have a late night tonight because there's something on the telly. It would be, oh, the sun's gone down. We're going to sleep. But then actually, there's evidence to suggest that what happened was about two o'clock in the morning, everybody got up. And then they had eating and drinking and socialising and and then they went back to sleep and then they got up with the sun. So, um, yeah, if you're worried when you wake up at two o'clock in the morning, maybe you're just really in rhythm. Maybe you need to get up and have something to eat and have socialised. I don't know. <laughs> but it's very interesting. And I, I find all that stuff really fascinating. Anyway, I digress. I digress. Today we're talking hydration. Um I think there's one more thing before I really get into the meat on the bones of this one is that um, I think it's fascinating that we have this list of layers. And actually, I think I touched on it yesterday, but if you get your sleep right, if you get your sunlight on you and you're out in nature, if you can get those three as a really, really good foundation, then the next three 
are much easier to slot into place. And you will notice as we go through the next three, which is um, hydration, movement and nutrition, that actually they just echo what we already have learned from the first three. So, you know, it's a it's a continuation. It's a circle. It just that everything links in, which is oh, there's a fly, um, which is why you can. Um, you know, pick the one that you really want to nail and then move on to another. You don't have to do it in anybody else's order. You do it in the order that works for you. Um, as I always say when I'm teaching yoga, you know, it's your practice. It's You know your body best. And it's exactly the same with this. Like, you know how you respond. You know what your goals are. You know, maybe after listening to today, you might be like, actually, I need to nail my hydration. So you won't need to worry too much about the other things. Like, obviously, they'll still be going along in the background. Um, because you're still going to move, you're still going to eat, you're still going to sleep. But you can really focus in on your hydration. And when you've got that right, maybe you could put your focus onto another one of the layers and then build them up. Like no one's saying that, You've got to nail all six straight away, starting now, go. Uh, it, life doesn't work like that, does it? Okay, so why, why do we need to drink water? Well, our bodies are basically water. And so we need to have water coming into us to so enable us to perform at our best. And... Um, there's so many things that happen a bit like when we are sleep deprived if we are dehydrated our body just doesn't like it and it doesn't respond very well so if oops if you were to google um the benefits of water there's quite a long list so this is what i've got my notes over here so this is what came up so it says that it aids digestion prevents constipation it keeps your kidneys happy it boosts your skin by minimizing wrinkles and fine lines it improves your workout so that you can work out longer and you can avoid muscle cramps. It can improve your mood. Uh, it can keep your energy levels high. Um, it can boost your immune system because it's flushing out toxins. It can boost your brain power. Uh, it can prevent headaches. It can regulate your body temperature. It helps with good oral health, with good heart health. Um, it can improve circulation around your body. I mean, wow, that's a that's a lot on that list. That's a really good list, isn't it? The last one on the list was weight loss, which actually, when I wrote my notes out, I've put a question mark and said, I think this is questionable. Do I think that drinking water makes you lose fat? I'm not actually sure that I do. I think maybe, like we said before, with the other layers that we've already discussed, maybe it's a byproduct. You know, if you get everything trundling along in a good way, then your weight would regulate and maybe you would have fat loss. I don't think that it would be safe to say drinking water equals fat loss. I think that would, I think that's a wrong statement. But, you know, like everything, when you Google anything about health, fitness, wellness, pretty much the first thing that comes up is and it, it's always weight loss and actually what we'll be looking for is fat loss not weight loss it's fat loss um and i think it's sad because we know don't we that you know the whole world is telling us what we should look like how much we should weigh what we should be doing 
etc 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 and there's a lot of people that are unhappy with their weight and it affects their whole daily lives so the fact that every time you google anything it says well this will make you lose weight you know it's it's preying on people when they're at their weakest isn't it so I I think that's a shame and I, I don't think like we know don't we that the only thing that produces fat loss is being in a calorie deficit but we will talk about more about that when we're talking about nutrition. Um, so yeah, so that so there's a lot there, isn't there? And some of those things are things that we are already achieving. You know, the um, levels of energy, the flushing the toxins, um, minimizing our wrinkles and our um, and our fine lines you know, boosting our skin, we're, we're already achieving that if we're achieving the sleep and the sunlight and the nature. So we're already winning before we even get to water. So yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Um, if you are menopausal, and you're struggling with um, fatigue and brain fog, being hydrated really helps. Like there's lots of things that we can do. But um being hydrated is is a really good starting place and it will help I'm not saying oh that's a fly I'm, I'm not saying that it will um make it go away entirely but it definitely will help you um so I guess the next question we have to address is well how much water should you drink it's a bit like how many steps do I need to walk you know everyone goes oh it has to be 10,000 10,000 steps that was a an experiment that was done a long time ago it was a number that was grasped and it's been marketed as you know this is what you've got to do by all of the people that do the fitness trackers I mean it's fabulous marketing and it works doesn't it so you know good for them so how much water should we drink it's the same sort of question and generally, the number that is um, thrown around is you need two litres or eight glasses. That seems to be like a level. Um, but what I would want to add to that is it really depends on it depends on so many things. It depends on, you know, what your water take is now, intake is now. Um, it depends on where you live in the world because it depends on the temperature of the country that you're living in to whether you need to drink more or not. It depends on what sort of lifestyle you live, whether you're very, very active or whether you have a more sedentary life. So there's there's lots of different reasonings behind it. Um, I, what I would say is a good rule of thumb is if you're someone that drinks some water, maybe try and do the eight glasses or, or the two litres and see how how you feel. If you're someone that doesn't drink any water at all, I mean, gosh, I hope that there's no one out there listening to this that doesn't drink any water. But if you if you are out there and you don't drink any and you only drink fizzy drinks and you only drink sugary squashes or, I don't know, whatever you've got, then I would say you know, start small. Don't go trying to achieve something that is, that seems unattainable. Um, You know, try with a glass of water in the morning, one at lunch, one in the evening. That That's not too bad. Um, I myself personally always start my day with a glass of water with lemon squeezed into it. 
Um, I like it, works for me. It's, I think it's really important, with that, whether you use the lemon or not, it's really important that the first thing that goes into your body should be a glass of water because just like when you fast with food, you have actually fasted with water as well because you've obviously been asleep, haven't you? So all the time you've been in bed, you haven't drunk anything. So you wake up not dehydrated, but your body will thank you for filling it with water before you hit the coffee or the cup of tea or the green juice or whatever it is of your choice that you like to do. So again, if you're someone that doesn't drink very much water, maybe that could be your goal for the first couple of weeks is actually I wake up, I have a glass of water, then I get on with whatever it is I want to get on with. Um, It's quite interesting when you talk to people about drinking water. I myself love drinking water and I drink tons and I do live in a hot country and when it gets to summer you know I drink liters upon liters because you know it's hot and I need to and I'm working out so I need to be drinking water um, because I work out but lots of people say oh I can't drink water it doesn't taste very nice I don't like it. it doesn't taste doesn't taste of anything and this is I mean it's I guess it's true like water doesn't really taste as much does it but there are definitely things that we can do to enhance it. So you can put like slices of lemon in it, or maybe you could put a sprig of mint in it. Or if you've got strawberries and they're in season, you could chop up a couple of strawberries or maybe one, slice it thinly, pop that into a water bottle that you can like retop, um, just so that it gives it a little bit of a natural flavour. But you're not drinking a sugary squash, you're not drinking fizz, um, and so your body is getting the water or maybe you need to just slowly introduce the water until your taste buds get used to it because it's like anything if you do it enough your body adjusts and it gets used to it there's no reason why you can't drink water it's just that you're not drinking it at the moment and you're not used to drinking it if you had to drink it every single day because your life depended on it and by the way it does um, you'd get used to it wouldn't you So I am putting this out as a challenge that no matter what you what your opinion of water is, maybe today you could drink one glass and see how you go and see if you can build on that. Um, Also, the other thing that's quite interesting is that people say, um, I don't I can't really fit it in. I don't really have time to drink water. Like it doesn't I never seem to get to the end of my glass or my bottle. So that's quite an interesting. And I always like if I when I'm working with accountability coaching clients, I always like to encourage them to drink all of their water to hit the water goal, the eight glasses or two litres um, by lunchtime, because it seems to be that if you can drink it in the morning, you're more likely to achieve the goal than if you give yourself the whole day. And I see this over and over again where people say, oh, yeah, OK, yeah, I do that. And then I check in with them and say, oh, how's your water go? And they're like, oh, I've only drunk one glass, uh, but I'll drink it this afternoon and this evening. It'll be fine. And then when I check in at bedtime, they're like, no, I didn't I didn't get around to drinking it. But if you drink one glass as you get up in the morning and then so like for me, I will then work out. So then I'll drink another glass. My glasses are big. So that's already a litre done. Um, after I've had my breakfast and I've done whatever I'm doing, I'll have another glass. 
And usually by the time I get to 11.30, that's it, I'm done. I've done two litres and anything beyond that is an absolute bonus. It's a really good habit to get into. You know, uh, I've finished my lunch, I'll have a drink of water. Um, I've worked out, I'll have a drink of water. I've got up, I'll have a drink of water. So your brain and your body will thank you. Your skin will look better. Um, you'll, you know, you'll be radiant. People will be saying to you, oh my goodness, what have you done with your skin? It's amazing. You've just been drinking water. It comes out the tap. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Um, so yeah, really good habit to get into. And the only other piece of advice that I can give you for getting in this habit of drinking water, and I don't even know if it's an actual thing, but I heard it a couple of times, I've read it, and I've tried it, and it works for me. So I am just sharing that with you. And then you can go off and do with it whatever you want. And actually, when I decided that I was doing this, and I would be talking about water, I actually had a lovely water bottle with a straw and it was beautiful but actually at the weekend it got broken so what I've got now and if you're on YouTube you'll be able to see otherwise if you're listening I'm showing just a plastic cup with a plastic straw in it actually it's not plastic straw it's a silicon straw um and that is what I'm having to use at the moment until I go and get a new cup but putting the straw in the glass means I drink more water. I have no idea why this is. I don't understand why it works. But all I do know is that if you struggle to drink a glass of water, put a straw in it and you will find that you drink it quicker. I have no idea why that is. But anyway, that's another challenge. You've got two challenges today. Pop a straw in your glass. Try and get yourself in the routine of drinking a little bit more water. Oh, my goodness. My dogs are going mad. I hope you can still hear what I'm saying. So, yeah, that is us for today. That is hydration, another layer on our wellness to go with our sleep, with the sunlight and with nature. I really, really hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Um, And I will see you tomorrow when we are chatting all things movement. So thanks so much and I will see you soon. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I really hope you found it interesting and inspiring. If you want to know more about me, I'm on Instagram at Kim's Wellness Space. If you have enjoyed listening, please leave a review and share. Thank you again and speak to you very soon.